Welcome to the Prophetic Perspective Podcast with your host Tonka Johnson, where we talk hot topics and receive an inspirational word. Now here's our host Tonka. Welcome to the Prophetic Perspective Podcast. My name is Tonka J. I pray you all are having a blessed day and uh, I bring you greetings with Jesus' joy. It is, of course, a Friday, October the 16th, 2020. Uh, I want to do uh, my completion uh, this week on talking about angelic assignments. We, we've been talking about uh, angels and we've been discussing uh, their assignment, their rank, their authority in the heaven. Uh, we do know that God has given specific angels for specific territories, regions, and differences of assignments. With that being said, uh, that we there are many different types of angels, but the bottom line is they all do the bidding according to God's word. Okay, and we find that in the book of Hebrews, and we talk and in, in, in the book of Hebrews he discusses with us about uh, how these angels or the angelic beings that are resting in heaven have an assignment to really get us back. Or not us back, but the protection or have the back of God's people. But we're not to worship them. We're not to, uh, you know, uh, reverence them. We are to reverence God. And we remind God of his word and put the word of God in our atmosphere. And this charges the angels around. In the book of, in the book of Psalms 91, he said that he will give angels charge of us. So charge means they're going to protect, they're going to cover, they're going to um, exemplify the presence of Almighty God through prayer and supplication. So they're going to be his messengers, they're going to be his uh, eyes and ears, but they are not to be worshipped, okay? And so as we complete this assignment, I pray that uh, many of you all that, that do listen to me, you all get something out of this uh, with the assignment of angels and understand what their t- what reason why God has placed them into the earth realm. And, and, and those of you all that don't know, as um, uh, you know, in the book of Isaiah, there, we, there is a talk about the war going on in heaven. It talks about how Satan was evicted from heaven. It talks about how um, he he tried to overthrow the government of God uh, or the established order of God. And because he did that, that is how he lost his position. He was a chief cherub. So he had pipes in his chest. He was a a a a, a worship leader. Uh, Lucifer is his name at the time was responsible for invoking the presence of God. So one thing about the adversary, he does know what worship, real worship, looks like. And so if you feel uh, times where you being resisted in your worship, your praise, this is where that spirit of restlessness comes, where he, he tries to prevent you from praying, uh, especially praying in the spirit. You know, uh, th- there is a lot of demonic activity that comes against worshipers. Uh, I've, I've been in conversation with several people this week alone about the activity that goes on or the slowfulness that goes on or the, 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 the and what I mean by slowfulness, there, there's a there's a level in prayer that we should all operate in, but we don't really get a release in our spirit to operate in that because we're so used to praying at an elementary level. I had someone tell me months ago, 
if you're going to be a prophet or a if you're going to be called prophetically to be a voice, you have to have a strong prayer life. And I, I agree with that 1,000 and 800 uh, percent for sure, because many of us that that are have all of these gifts and confirmations of who we are by people and of course by God first we we take prayer so lightly and we don't realize that uh if you want to uh release uh the true assignment of the angels of the Lord without calling them by name I've seen people call the angels by name they say the angel of this go for let me tell y'all something. When you charge the word of God, God will call forth the angelic assignment of the angels of the Lord to give charge over them. But I'm not going to deal with Psalms 91 today. I'm going to deal with Psalms 103. And we're going to talk about um, about the the charge that, we, that was given here. And um, I'm going to start at verse 15. Okay, and it says uh, Psalms 103 verses 15 through 22, and it says, as for man, his days are as grass as a flower of a field, so he flourisheth. So uh, for the wind passeth again over it again, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no not more. But the mercy of the Lord is everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children. So this is a generational thing. To such as keep his covenant and those that remember his commandments to, to them, to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord and his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of the word. Okay, so here we are. We see this in the in, in, in verse 19. I want to teach today. I have a tendency to get excited when I'm ministering, but I want to go ahead and, and, and teach this real quick. God will release angelic uh, adjectives um, or servants on your behalf because of them that keep his commandments, them that are walking uprightly. So if you're walking in a, in a level of, 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 of perversion, uh, as, as it has to do with, you know, I've seen many Christians saying, I charge this angel or I, or I'm, or basically it's so close to witchcraft that we're not really tapping into the levels that God wants us to in prayer because we're so used to um having a quick fix on everything and let me tell you something the pagans believe in quick fixes you know incantations spells all of these things these become quick fixes all right and you have most pro a lot of i'm not going to say more i'm going to say some prophets that cross over into witchcraft and many other prophetic people because of maybe anger or rejection they often get into that the level of well i'm going to you know release that you know destruction or i'm going to pray destruction well you 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 know you don't have that authority i'm sorry 
I'm sorry, God, listen, God is going to uh, uh, protect his anointed ones. God, the Bible said vengeance is mine. Whatever happened to that scripture? We don't quote that scripture. We quote, you know, touch not hair of my anointed and do my prophets no harm. But see, what we need to realize, there was a baseline to the reason why he said touch not a hair of my anointed. Because he was talking to the people of that time in that era and he was speaking on behalf of what they were doing to that prophet. So that was a different dispensation. It, it, I'm not saying it does not apply, but we cannot use that scripture alone as a wing, as a means to invoke fear so that we can be right or prove a point or win an argument. Okay. So, so uh, back to verse 19, he said, the Lord had prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. So God is in heaven. First of all, there is a kingdom. See, this is not the first time we we don't hear the we don't hear the kingdom just in the New Testament. This is what I I, I beg to differ when you have a lot of a lot of theological people that say, "Well, I'm just New Testament Bible." Well, let me tell you something. Without God's revelation of the Old Testament, how can we see the fulfillment of the New Testament? Of the New Testament, how do we understand that? How do we understand the fulfillment of God's law through Jesus Christ, the establishment of his kingdom and order, his his love and compassion for all humanity, for him dying? How do we not see that in the Old Testament? Because the Old Testament, basically, you see that for years and years and years of bullocks, rams, and goats that were the, the slaughtering of innocent blood through those animals and through all of the commandments that they could not keep, God had to establish a new covenant with God's people. But he had to give us a prerequisite to that covenant right here in the Old Testament. And so we do not see the establishment of God's kingdom just in the New Testament. We do not just hear about angelic authority in the in the in the Old Test in, in the New Testament. We see the angelic power, the angelic authority, and the angelic assignments were mentioned in the Old Testament. Okay, and we're gonna get over into Psalms 104, but I want to deal with 103 too. Uh, verse 20, he said, bless the Lord and his angels that excel in strength and do his commandments. So that lets me know that there are some angels out there that don't do God's commandments. There's some angels that are, are, are ministers of darkness. Come on. That are operating in illegally. Okay. And I call it the second heaven stratosphere because we're seeing a lot of that where people are, when, when, when people are getting their knowledge from the stars, astrology, when they're getting their knowledge from a, from a pagan type person, a, 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 a psychic or they're a palm reader or a tarot card, they're getting second heaven knowledge. So they're giving you what, what, what demons are seeing because demons do have the ability to see Okay, they have the ability to see just as strong as angels do. Okay, and this is such a broad topic. I, you know, I, I wanted to keep this in a two-part series, but I might have to revamp back um, probably later on this year as we get closer to Christmas time. Okay, but I want to I, I want to get to um, uh, verse. 21. He said, bless ye the Lord and ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Okay. Bless the Lord and all his works and all the places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. 
Okay, so David was basically giving us analogy that it was just not the the protection or the or the harmonization of God's will, but God had angels to do that. Now let us go over to Psalms one hundred four. Okay, and this kind of lines up with uh, Hebrews chapter. Uh, let me see. Hold on. I believe Hebrews chapter number eleven. Okay. Um, no, I'm sorry. Hebrews chapter number one, verses 14. Okay, so it's Hebrews chapter number one, verses 14. But this lines up, and we're going to start at verses three. Okay, well, actually, let's do it. Psalms 104, verses one through five. Okay, and he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty, who covers thyself with light as with a garment, who stretcheth out the heavens like a curtain, who layeth beams of his chambers in the waters, who maketh the clouds his chariot, who walketh upon the wings of the wind, who maketh his angels spirits, his ministers of flaming fire. So we hear about that in the book of Hebrews, that we, these are ministering spirits. He said they are ministering spirits that go ahead of us, right? And they are like flame. They are they are bring, they are heirs of salvation. Okay, and we talked about that. And how many know that once again the Old Testament is a precursor or a prerequisite, okay, to the fulfillment of God's law of grace. There is a law of grace that is operating. So when people saying, oh, my God, God is going to send the angel of the Lord to to slay 15,000 people. No, sir. and No, ma'am. There is judgment that is in the land. But let me tell you something. We are still under the law of grace. And so we have to learn how to be able to to pray the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man that availeth much because that establishes grace that establishes the covenant of grace when you begin to remind God of his word and say hey um God we need help God we need coverage we need we we understand that you are a just God we understand that you are a merciful God we're not taking your judgment lightly we're not taking your justice lightly but we do understand that you have complete authority do you know why this virus wasn't able to wipe out humanity. Come on, that it was the grace of God. God sent angelic beings, hallelujah, that was assigned to each and every one individual to cover, to give charge. But you have to remember that comes with the remembrance of his word. That becomes with the remembrance of his commandments. And so we look at Hebrews chapter number one, verses uh five okay for unto which the angel said he at the any time thou art my son this day i have begotten thee again i will do to him a father and he shall be to me a son and again i bring it in the first begotten into the world talking about jesus he saith, and all let all the angels of god worship him not us not our own egos, but God, Christ, the Lord, Elohim, El Shaddai, okay, Je uh, 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 Yeshua Hamaliah, okay, the, the anointed one, Emmanuel, 
We must worship Christ so that he can give the give the angels charge of over us. Like he said in the book of Psalms 91 and the book of Psalms 91, you know, we talk about the secret place of the most high. We talk about staying in that secret place. That means Corona cannot invade the secret place. Cancer, diabetes cannot invade the secret place. Okay. Violence and terrorism cannot invade the secret place. So God is delivering us a lot of prophets. I'm telling you now, a lot of prophets in this hour, God is sharpening our ears and our eyes, but he's getting a lot of per, the prophetic junk or the pathetic junk out of our systems that, that doomsday nonsense that we have lived in. There are so many doom and gloom prophets. They never preach anything or teach anything that has to do with, 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 with recompense and repentance. All they preach is judgment, 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 rebuke, rebuke, rebuke. There's no love. There's no compassion. There's no divine order, no divine alignment. God is breaking many of us out of that. Come on. God is breaking us out of that, that nonsense of just, it's all about judgment. Yes, God's judgment is in the land, but God's mercy is in the land and he is giving his angels charge over them that are living according to his commandments. Okay, the rain does fall on the just and the unjust, but yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, come on, we shall fear no evil, hallelujah, we shall walk and not faint, come on, these are scriptures, glory to God, and when we walk in that power and authority, hallelujah, there will be nothing, nothing, that will stand in the midst of them that are walking upright. He said, I will not hold no good thing to them that walk upright. So watch this. Hallelujah, Jesus. I feel the glory of God. He said in verse 10, my robo shata. He said in verse 10, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh in thy dwelling. This is Psalms 91 verses 1, I mean verses 10 through, through 16. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, glory to God, to keep you, to establish you. I'm paraphrasing, hallelujah, but to keep you in all your ways. So you're kept in the field, you're kept in the marketplace, you're kept in your home, you're kept in the beauty salon, you are kept at Walmart, you are kept wherever the Lord is, wherever you are, you are kept. Oh, to be kept. By Jesus. He is my keeper. He is my deliverer. He is my strong tower. He is my, he's, he is my burden bearer. He is my load carer. He's the author and the finisher of my faith. So we have got to stay. Listen, the Lord, listen, even let's go back to verse nine. He said, because thou has made the Lord, which is my refuge in the most high. Okay. So he's the most high and he's your, he's, he's your habitation. So when we are, when there is habitation, there's revelation. When I stay, he said, I inhabit the praises of my people. So the minute I begin to praise God, God will begin to stir the angels of the Lord. Like he did in the new Testament, when the man was at the pool of Bethesda, the Bible said that the, they were waiting for the angel of the Lord to stir the water. Hallelujah. When we understand that the angels of the Lord are on divine assignment based on his word. But listen, don't commission. Watch this. Don't commission something that you're not walking out privately. Don't decree anything that you're not living out privately. 
Glory to God. There is repentance. There is an order to God. There's a love that he gives us. An everlasting love. But there's a peace that comes over the man, the women, the children, the babes in Christ, the elite. Glory to God. We have some people, there's a very elect in Christ, that there's a charge that goes over us. Do you know what kept God from slaying Sodom and Gomorrah with the angels that came there? Robo the fact that the man of God, Abraham, had a covenant with God that established God's protection over Lot and his family. Don't you know your unsaved loved ones are covered because of your relationship? God will not destroy. He will not. God is he's crazy about his children. <laughs> he loves his children. He's breaking this doom and gloom off of us, saints. There is, we do serve a merciful God. And yes, judgment is coming. Judgment is here. But we serve a God that brings mercy. He is the Prince of Peace. There's no confusion in his name. There's no confusion in what he does. Because he's the author and the finisher of our Faith. Now watch this. What I like about Psalms 91, watch this. And he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. So this is what Satan was reminding Christ of when he was tempting him in the New Testament. When Jesus came out of that wilderness and he came out of that wilderness so weakened in his, in his flesh because he had did that 40 days and 40 nights fast before his father. He had set himself apart. Don't you know that when you set yourself apart, the devil is on his way. Glory to God. When you set yourself apart for consecration, the devil is on his way. Hallelujah. And so when you do that, God will give his angels charge over you. But watch this. The adversary said, well, are you going to, you know, if you, if you, why don't you throw yourself off of, of the top of here? He's trying to get him to commit suicide. You know, he's trying to get him to, 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 to wipe himself out. And Jesus said, hold up. Wait a minute. He said, it is written. Hallelujah. It is written. So, G, so the devil knew the word because he kept on. He, there was an established word that was standing before him. Come on, how do you talk to the word about the word? How do you how do you how do you combat the word with the word? So that's what he was doing. The adversary will never play favorites. He will never play. He will never play fair. Glory to God. But when you know your Bible and know who you are in Christ, you can remind him like Christ did. Say it is written. He came thrice to the, to the it, you know, I, I'll give you all the kingdoms of this world. I'll do this. I'll do that. Glory to God. Why? Because he saw the manifestation of the power of the bow. There's a power when you bow. There's an anointing that comes forth when you bow, when you submit, when you call on the name of the Lord. The Bible says, he that calleth in the name of the Lord shall, not might, but shall be saved. When we call on the name of the Lord, he is our refuge. He is our fortress. He is, the, he is our God. He is our truth. He is our buckler. He is our shield. Verse 13. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion 
and the dragon shalt thou trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will, come on, I will deliver him. Hallelujah. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. And I will call, and he will, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. And I will be with him in trouble. Whew, my God. And I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Come on, with long life. With long life. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him thy salvation. As I close today with angelic assignment, assignments, remember. God brings judgment, he brings order, he brings love, he brings, he brings peace. But in the midst of that all, in the midst of that, uh, of the midst of all of that, if we keep our minds stayed on him, perfect peace will follow us. Come on, we can't walk in confusion in this hour. We cannot walk in our own flesh. We can't walk in our own uh, notion of who we think God is. We've got to walk in peace. Listen, there, the days of thinking about, oh, well, I think, I think God's for me. No, you better know God's for you. Well, well, I think he's covering me. No, God got your back, sir. God got your back, ma'am. <laughs> Come on. You got the power to tell the adversary, well, have several seats. Tell him, go sit down somewhere. Behave yourself. I'm walking in dominion. I'm walking in true power. I'm walking in authority because his angels have charge over me. Hallelujah. Come on. We got to start challenging the spirit realm. I, I really want to teach on this. Man, this is, this. there's really, I tell you, the allotted time on here. But, but, but we challenge the spiritual realm, you guys. Hear me out. Very calmly. Very calmly. Very calmly. Very uh, I beseech you, I'm going to just say that. I beg of you, don't challenge the spirit realm. Um, we, we, though, if, if you don't know about the things of God, I think this is where we miss a lot of deliverances because I could stick in the Sodom and Gomorrah thing, but it, it really is deeper than that because when we challenge the spirit realm, we are not only buckling up against um, the 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 angelic you know beings. We are buckling up. The Bible said, "Men perish because of lack of knowledge." If we don't understand anything, if you don't learn anything from this podcast today. Learn, or this episode today, learn that there is protocol in God. There is order. And I believe that's the reason why uh, uh, the, the Ark of the Covenant had such power in that hour, in that day, in that time. Okay. Cause we're in a covenant, new covenant now, but the Ark had power because God established cherubs to, to protect what was his. Y'all ain't going to talk back to me. Woo, my God. That, that's enough right there to make me run. Because when God has a covenant with his people, he protects it. So when you have people that are playing around with the spirit realm, a lot of these people, 
that are that are operating in in spiritual they they they, they in spiritual witchcraft prophetic witchcraft and they are using uh uh angels they're using oils they're we've got to be careful how we interact with the spirit realm that's why we need the word of god we need knowledge we need uh, uh, vocabulary. You you be surprised. The vocabulary of some of the saints in this hour is way too low, guys. We've got to get some education about the spirit realm so that we can fight, that we can withstand, and that we can protect, and most importantly, that we do not fall to ignorance. Okay? We do not fall to ignorance because ignorance will get you removed from your post. Ignorance causes blindness. Hallelujah. Ignorance causes deception. And, and listen, deception causes us to miss God. The Bible, I'm going to close with this. The Bible says there's a way that seemeth right. But in that way is the end is destruction. If you think we have time, saints, in this hour to to be uh, ignorant to the enemy's devices. This is a time of strategic alignment and prophetic opposition against the enemy. Let's stay prayed up, okay? I pray that you guys enjoyed the podcast today. My name is Tonka J. Remember to subscribe to all platforms of media. That's including uh, Spotify Radio, Apple, iTunes, and most importantly, Google Podcasts. I pray this message was a blessing to you today. Please go ahead and follow my Facebook page called T1 Enterprises, which is located on Facebook. Also, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And, and, and we thank God for Anchor Radio that hosts us so diligently. In Jesus' name, God bless you.